Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I love when the media uses language in two different and distinct ways. As I pointed out, the Wilkow Guide to Two-Way Media Perception. What we saw in Washington, D.C. was insurrection. It was sedition. It was a riot, even though the Associated Press changed its, its style book, literally said to journalists, do not use the word riot, use the word unrest. And no matter how many times Black Lives Matter or Antifa are responsible for violence, they'll use phrases like um, civil rights activists. And then they will do their best to separate the so-called civil rights activists or anti-fascist activists from the actual violence. Now again, the right to assemble peaceably to petition the government for dress of grievances is, is a right of all citizens. That means somebody who you vehemently disagree with, whose claims you might not support, whose agenda you might not support, absolutely positively has the right to air those grievances in public, and we should defend that no matter how much we disagree. With that said, I think many of us who are conservatives... Many of us looked at the initial Black Lives Matter demonstrations and said, you know what, there there probably is some truth that outside agitators were responsible for the violence. But you see, the media refused to name Antifa as that outside agitator. They still maintain These are anti-fascist or anti-racist activists. In other words, as long as you're breaking stuff because you say it's anti-racist, then it's not really bad. And we've seen this play out on late night comedy shows. You know, it's funny. I'm going to prove to you that Jimmy Kimmel, in just a few minutes, knows nothing and his staff that writes his stuff aren't as smart. Being to borrow from Billy Joel, quick with a joke, right? There is a difference between talent and intellect. There's a difference between comedy wit and intellect. And we have, I've said this for years, and you know it's true. Pseudo-intellectualism has replaced intellectualism, right? Just wearing goofy glasses and being seen reading a certain book has now replaced actually understanding things. And I will always point this out and I will always evangelize Charles Percy Snow, who taught us this back in the 1950s. That pseudo-intellectualism would one day replace intellectualism. If you haven't read The Two Cultures and the Scientific, I know some of you out there said you were getting it. Some people actually... Uh, posted pictures. I said, you'll thank me when you're done. When you're done reading that book, you'll thank me. You will be saying, thank you, Andrew. I now understand this. I now understand the intellectual jujitsu here. Pseudo-intellectualism has long ago replaced intellectualism. We think some of these celebrity comedians are actually smart because they appear to be witty. Well, Kimmel's going to prove to you in a little bit that like him 
Colbert, Colbert, whatever, Myers, the rest of them, aren't nearly as smart as they think they are. But this is played out even in the nightly news. This justif- this formal justification of violence, so long as the reason for the violence is accepted by these network news anchors who are really just activists. But here's a, de- here's a great headline from KING 5 News in Washington State. Very interesting. 12 arrested in Olympia after occupying Red Lion Hotel near state capitol. Wow. A homeless activist group forcibly occupied the Red Lion Hotel in Olympia Sunday, forcing employees and guests out of the hotel, uh, of the hotel to shelter in place, police said. From Olympia, police in Olympia arrested at least a dozen people after they occupied the Red Lion Hotel at the 600 block of Capitol Way South near the state capitol ground Sunday. Police received multiple 911 calls from employees at the Red Lion around 11 a.m. Sunday saying numerous individuals were entering the lobby armed with batons, knives, and axes. One employee was assaulted as they tried to close the doors and the rest fled to the basement, according to an Olympia police spokesperson. The group has since been identified as the Ali Housing Now, a homeless activist group, according to a city press release. The group had 17 rooms before the occupation, which were being used by unhoused individuals, city officials said. When police arrived, there were about 45 members of the group inside and outside of the hotel. The group had occupied the fourth and fifth floors and were placing black tarps on the windows, according to police. Employees in the basement continued to shelter in place and guests in about 40 rooms not associated with the group did the same while officers obtained a search warrant for the building. According to police, a Thurston County judge garnered a search war- granted a search warrant for first-degree burglary, trespassing, and conspiracy to commit burglary. They eventually brought in their SWAT teams. Well, I guess this is okay, right? I mean, you have what sounds a lot like, sounds a lot like an Antifa group. They come in with rudimentary weapons. They take over this private property. They start to cover the windows, that's pretty scary stuff, with black tarps. The people that work there have to hide in the basement. The people that are guests have to lock their doors. Uh, you know, how many times you've stayed in a hotel and seen, like, the the lock system, thought, who the hell's going to kick in this door, right? You have that thing that swings across to really legitimately bar the door. Some have a deadbolt. Can you imagine looking out your little peephole and seeing people in black masks with axes parading themselves up and down the hallway? Watching some of the videos here on social media where cameras are being slapped out of the way by masked people looks a lot like Antifa. Do you see outrage? No, you don't. No, you don't. Now, again, for the eight gazillionth time, nobody, nobody has defended what took place at the Capitol. We just haven't been willing to exaggerate what it was. 
Now, this is not an act of insurrection or sedition, what's taking place at this hotel. Obviously, it's not a function of government. But the media has two distinct sets of language, terminology, nomenclature, when dealing with left-wing violence. This is not so scary. These are just anti-homeless activists. Yes, storming a hotel with axes and hammers and covering the windows in black tarps. Firebombing a federal courthouse. Firebombing an immigration and customs enforcement facility. We have seen these air fingers, quote, they're just activists, right? That's the word, activists. They're not terrorists if they're on the left. They're still activists. No matter what they do, they're never terrorists. They can firebomb a federal courthouse night after night, not terrorists. They can take over city blocks and set up armed checkpoints, demand ID, set up their own essential rebel government, if you will. Never terrorists, even if, if and when they kill people. They can shut down highways. They can pull motorists from their cars and beat them half to death. They can burn whole city blocks, destroy family-owned businesses. They're never terrorists. They're always activists. One bunch of disorganized yahoos go running into the Capitol and commit crimes and should be charged accordingly, and the media makes it sound like there was this organized confederacy of white nationalists that were actually going to seize power. Look, the guy's got the lectern. Did he just pull the sword from the stone and we don't know about it? Did he get did he get Nancy Pelosi's decoder ring? Now he's got to get the, Again. We've never said on this program, never once, not ever, that what took place at the Capitol was anything less than criminal. It was criminal and should be treated accordingly. But notice how the media constantly when dealing with things that Democrats support, those people, they're activists. I see that Donald Trump has a new legal team. And this is very interesting. Because the Chief Justice, I'm not breaking any news here, is not going to be part of the trial in the Senate. I've never heard of such a thing in the Constitution, that there's going to be a trial in the Senate without the Chief Justice. Isn't it kind of funny what you don't hear? What you don't hear is anyone saying, well, wait a second, there's a remedy for this. Donald Trump's a private citizen. There's an alleged crime that took place. He should be charged in a Washington, D.C. court as a private citizen. Impeachment is for the removal of of the president, vice president, or civil officer of the federal government. Donald Trump is none of these. John Roberts has said, I cannot preside over this trial. There's no, we're not, we're not removing a president. So how do they plan to proceed here? By gathering legal scholars who are inventing a process here. They're inventing it. And let me tell you something, and if it ever comes to pass that we learn more about Joe Biden 
in the waning days of his administration and somebody says, well, now that we've got an incoming Republican president and Republicans have extended their majority in the Senate and have taken back the House of Representatives, we're going to have a post, post-presidential impeachment again. No, 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 this is not proper. Why don't they want to try this in a standard court in Washington, D.C.? I'll tell you. Because then Trump's lawyers, his defense, everyone's entitled to it, would literally bring out the entire text of his speech, which was not aired by the media, where the president speaks of peaceful demonstration. And then they would, ha- they would subpoena and rightly demand access to the security camera footage, right? We've seen cell phone footage. And they would say, wait a second, this breaching of the Capitol had begun before the president was finished with his speech, meaning these people didn't even know what the president was saying. How could they possibly have acted on the words of the president if they were nowhere near where the president was speaking? And the FBI has already demonstrated that this was pre-planned. Because in a standard criminal court, all of the evidence would exonerate Donald Trump. As the Democrats told us with the first impeachment, Evidence of a crime is whatever the hell they say it is. Wyantic 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Oh, by the way, did you see? Probably not. That Nicole Wallace's friends in the Lincoln Project may have a predator in their myths, and they may have even taken money from the Russians. Serious XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilcom Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West on Serious XM Patriot Channel 125.